Does the skin look red and swollen? That's what she said. That's my joke. Damn it, Dwight. Hi, this is JR from Less Than Jake, and you're listening to Sunset Flip Radio. Thank you, fuck you, bye-bye, everybody. I think it's so funny that so much stuff can happen in the world of professional wrestling since we came... Last Thursday. Last Thursday. That sounded really weird. Yeah. <laughs> since we uh, came last Thursday. No, no, we... Uh, Pause. Yeah, we... Uh, we I've come uh, a bunch of times. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of the words. I can't think of a word. Um... <laughs> No, the, our last episode was exactly a week ago, and in that week, so much has happened. But what hasn't changed is the fact that you're listening to the Sunset Flip Radio, your number one podcast for the art and sport of professional wrestling. As always, I am your co-host, the what $100 man, Thomas Lisi, joined the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton. Yeah. Alex, besides us working all day in kitchens and yeah. you know that being most of our lives and having families and everything, when we, when we go back to that comfortable spot of of outside world and everything professional wrestling we can't ignore the fact that so much stuff has happened in this past week and a lot and so a lot what happened everybody i mean this is just the bullet points that we talked about on our social media uh charlotte to aew possibly we'll talk about that we have a little bit of a mini satchel for the fans out there we got some questions uh, we have some new rosters on Raw and SmackDown. John Moxley, possible heel turn coming soon. Seth Rollins, maybe the next WWE champion. And we're just coming off that banger of a free pay-per-view known as a Halloween Havoc, where so many belts changed hands, but the one that everybody thought that was going to did not. Yeah. And we'll get into that. So uh, get comfortable. Get a drink. If you're driving in your car, hope you're not drinking. But if you are, hope it's a coffee or a water. Or if it's not, that's your own personal business. But unless you live in the South and you do completely whatever the fuck yeah. you want anyway. Yeah. So just put your hand on your sister's lap. <laughs> just move it forward. Yeah. Maybe in like Kentucky or Alabama or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Number one fan. Yeah. Remember, we have fans everywhere in the United States, which is awesome. We have a high amount of fans in the state of Washington. So if you're listening in Washington while the rain's coming down your windows and you're making the, the best pot of coffee you can and listening, listening to, to Nirvana, Nirvana. Uh, this up-and-coming band called Nirvana, um, um, thank you for uh, taking a part of your day to listen to us talk about professional wrestling. So leading off, I want to talk about the fact that... You're watching the Kraken play. Yeah. While we're gonna come... <laughs> they got their first win. They threw salmon on the ice, which I thought was great. Wow. Yeah. All right. More to come. More to come. Congratulations to the Seattle Kraken. So we talked about last week about how big of a win it was for Big E, even though we knew that he was not going to be Drew McIntyre. And we were trying to think of names of who will he face next. Right. 
You, and had, you touched upon it, but we I just touched didn't upon think it, but we didn't think we so kind of flip flopped it because we talked about AJ Styles. We did. Yep. So we talked about uh, either AJ Styles or Seth Rollins being the perfect guy for a Big E to face because they're both big names. They've done so much for the company in the past three to five years, and yep. they're great, talented wrestlers in their own. They're the people category. That you want yeah. In all these special matches, um, getting people over putting the belt on them for them to carry the championship so they can take the company and and run with it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Those are the two guys you want. They went with Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins has the hot hand right now. Even though he's coming off of a loss, but the loss that he's coming up to was the best match at Crown Jewel and yeah. got so much attention from outside uh, podcasts and, and web pages and you know blogs and everything. Mm-hmm. That match was an absolute banger. Over 30 minutes long. With Edge inside of a Hell in a Cell in a different country. I mean, all those things right there. You're facing a Hall of Fame wrestler who honestly isn't in the shape that he once was. Yeah. Um, I mean, injuries and the neck and everything. And but you know, you're you're utilizing the Hell in a Cell cage, which has just been a black spot in the WWE for the past I don't know three or four years because so many bad matches have been Hell in a Cell matches Or, or red spot. Yeah, yeah, because the cage is red all of a sudden. Um, But thank God they didn't go with the red light. Yeah, they didn't. So, (laughs) yeah. Now, when he came out originally, I didn't expect for him to get into that match to be a fatal four-way ladder match. Mm -hmm. I just thought that Seth was going to come down, you know, maybe get the upper hand, and then Big E would come back. But then all of a sudden, we see three other wrestlers: Rey Mysterio, Finn Balor, and Kevin Owens. Ironically. And all they did three the of those wrestlers, where they just ramble off, all yeah, compliments and all that stuff that happens every yes. single time. The only one that I thought that had a shot was Kevin Owens, and Same. I was hoping a heel turn after that. It kind of felt like I, I, I'm mm. picking up what you're putting down because you remember, that. remember when he like put himself as the fourth member of the New Day or the, the third member? Yeah, like when uh well, when one of the did, guys was hurt, he did go heel. Yeah, he and did that go was heel. The point right, he went heel after that, so. Yep. That was kind of coming back into light again of, oh, wow, this could happen. Like a nice callback. Yeah. yeah but, I mean, I, w- I truly wasn't upset that it was Seth Rollins because I, it was something that we talked about. It was something that we both thought would be best for business, and it happened. Yeah. I would have been more upset if it was Rey Mysterio because he has no... Oh, of course. He has absolutely no reason to be in the main event picture in his career anymore. Yeah. The last time was against Roman Reigns, and that was pulling teeth. It really was. Also, I don't believe that was in front of anybody. So it was. In, it was on a SmackDown Hell in a Cell match. Remember that? That was with fans back. Yes, it was. Mm. No, it wasn't. I'm sorry. Yeah. They pushed the match from Hell in a Cell to Friday Night SmackDown, yes, maybe yes. to get. Yes, that's maybe right. to get viewers, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just happy that he's that he wasn't in that match because Rey Mysterio's career should only be focused on. Trying to elevate his son more, and, and then building, with his son. feuding with his son, and then be done. Yes, and then his son loses to Austin Theory. So I don't know what's going on with that with Dominic. <clears throat> I think it's a slow. But that's perfectly fine. I think we're getting there. I just think it's a really slow burn. Right with who, now. Ray and Dominic? Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, I they mean, teased it a couple weeks back, and then a couple weeks before that. Um, then they kind of put the kibosh on it for a little bit. Almost they like did put the kibosh on it, and I'm kind of happy that they did because that was honestly between, like, even with his daughter and Murphy, which made no sense. <laughs> yeah. 
And poor Birdie, poor Buddy Murphy, who makes out with Rey Mysterio's daughter one week, and the next week he can't get a match for two months. He gets lined up with Seth Rollins for like a week, then he gets released. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, speaking of released wrestlers, Bray Wyatt, two days countdown till he's technically a free agent. He's posting cryptic messages. He is coming back um, in some capacity of some kind. Right. Uh, when he does... That's the last time know. Tom came was when uh, yeah. you know, he was wrestling. So yeah. Tom's, you know, Tom's I've been on a dry too. spell yes. for a while. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've been on a dry spell for a while. But, no, I mean, honestly, Seth Rollins... Going up against Big E at the next pay per view, which is going to happen. Unfortunately, now, I at, know Big E's going to lose. Now, where is this at? I mean, we have Survivor Series, mm-hmm. or like, what are we doing here? Because Survivor Series is going to be Roman against Big E. That's the next pay per view. So we are, so we are going there. Yeah, we're going to have to. There's, there's no way because it's brand against brand. They already marketed that a lot of, you know, all, right. all day. So maybe this is a long build then. Maybe Jesus. January first, day one, because remember, there's no pay per view in December. No, I know that. Well, that's why I said what I said. I said this is, you know, it's a long way. I mean, what they can do is they're going to start it now. Kind of, you're going to want to have Roman on Raw and Biggie on SmackDown the week leading into you know Survivor Series. But I mean, where plus, does uh, Rollins fit into this? Do they do something on television? Or do they really wait? I was going to say, I mean, the fact that they had a four-way ladder match on Raw was something that I didn't expect because to for that kind of stipulation to be on Monday Night Raw, you haven't seen that in a long time. No, no. You really it, haven't. It, it SmackDown, we've seen it. I we think we've saw seen Hell it in a Cell with Bobby and, and uh, Xavier Woods. Mm-hmm. But um, having a ladder match, especially being your first season premiere episode of Monday Night Raw, was a really good touch. Yeah. And it gave fans a little bit of hope out there thinking that they're kind of you know stretching the lines of what kind of matches that we can provide on television changing on a weekly basis and, you know yeah, changing right. different things around which is something that they should do every week well, they we gotta feel be like more this creative every year every time it's a season premiere and i'm using air quotes here like every year we, we say the same thing this is the problem with what's going on monday night rock compared to smackdown is the matches even though on smackdown are better it's just that the matches on raw have been shorter they've been I feel like more disqualification. I feel like there's more talking on Raw. Again, it's a three-hour program, but right. I mean... You got a lot of time to fill. You do have a lot of time to fill. Yeah. I mean, but, there's also a lot, way too many roll-ups, too. I mean, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm over. Yeah, the, yeah. there's a lot of roll-ups going on, but I mean... DQs and roll-ups. Like, that, obviously, that's how you continue feuds and, and whatever, but like, you know, come on. We need something more concrete than that. It there's a certain line time. that you don't want to cross with how many times I can do... A schoolboy roll up, or how many times Dewdrop can win on a roll up, or whatever like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. But we'll see what happens with Seth Rollins and Big E. I mean, it's going to be a banger of a match, whatever it is. But I just don't expect. Remember see, these now, two. Now, are... now this is tough. Now Rollins and Big I'm e. automatically saying that Big E is going to win, even though if it happens after Survivor Series, Seth Rollins could win. He really could, because honestly, they want to do Big E versus Roman. That's going to sell seats, even and, though. And you get it out of the way. He and you got get it out of the way. Thing. Yeah, no, it make. I mean, when you look at it like logistically, yeah, it makes yeah. sense. You could have Big E go over on Roman with the help of Brock Lesnar, but that's something that'll be saved for our Survivor Series preview show, which would happen in a couple of weeks. But and that would be Roman's first loss. In it would while. be. And, and apparently, ever, what I <laughs> read, I read a report that they want to make Roman's reign longer than Brock Lesnar's was, which was like 500 and something days. Jeez. So Roman's going to have that belt for a while now. So the following mania, here we go. 
Here we go. If he goes over on Brock at Mania this year, this year it's going to be... Which is likely. There's yeah. no way Brock's Two nights, there. man. It's two nights now. Yeah. Officially. Now, now you need something. Yeah, that's what's not, another thing we got to talk about. Remember, I texted you. I said, oh, did you see it's going to... Yeah, I mean, Roman and Brock is going to main event at night, too, just like how Edge, Daniel Bryan, and Roman and main event And a lot of the pay-per-views are on Saturday. They are. Which is good, because I'm always off on Saturdays. Yeah, and I mean, I'm, I'm home any time to start one, which is awesome, too, but... Um, I mean, I like the Sunday feel. I like the Sunday I mean, feel for classic. the... Yeah, I mean, classic WrestleMania Sunday. I mean, that's what you want. It's like, okay, you know, you get ready at 1 o'clock on a Saturday. Oh, WrestleMania starts in six hours. You yeah, know I what know. I mean? Right. And then you got the Hall of Fame on Friday. I need warm got, up the pizza rolls. Yeah, warm up the pizza rolls and the uh, and the sliders. Daddy's coming home. But, um, no, I mean, this episode today, it's a, we have a little bit... It's a melting pot of stuff. And, you know, we, we put out there on social media, um, you know... A little post saying um, post any topic you want us to talk about, even though we do do the satchel. And we had some people uh, reach out to us. So we're off of Instagram. Our first one is Rubes fifteen eighty nine. Chris Rubin, thank you for the question. He writes, "Who was the most hated wrestler of all time in and out of the ring?" I'm going with Benoit. Now, Chris Benoit single handedly was quick. No thought. Yeah. <laughs> no three six. Wait a three sixty no scope that game. Yeah. Um, well, shit. he's going with no. He said Chris Benoit. Oh god. Yeah. Oh, okay. I now like, wow, I I agree with with uh, with Ruben because Chris Benoit single handedly changed the era of wrestling to be not as violent and not as attitude like era. Um, right. Because of what I mean, he did. The ultimate attitude is murder. It so, is, and know, I mean, what, can't what, go higher than that. What he did was is, I mean, it was a murder. It was a double murder. Um, even though it didn't happen at in the ring or at an event like Owen Hart, um, but it did happen in the industry of professional wrestling, and that is very bad. Uh, we talked about that in our Shadows of Professional Wrestling episode on our earlier catalog. You can listen to that wherever we get our podcasts. But I mean, to throw Chris Benoit, yeah. I mean, everybody hates wrestlers for a different reason. The most hated of all time. I mean, I think I think the Ultimate Warrior is very hated because I mean, yeah, you have like the old school Ultimate Warrior fans who were around our age, right, growing up watching him. But then you have the yeah. then you have the real fans who really read into his story and watched his matches and said, "Wow, this guy only went this far because he was pumping steroids every week and he couldn't talk on national television." Mm-hmm. Um, so again, it's, I mean, and that doesn't say much about many people in that era anyway, but no. you know, he, he seemed to be the poster child yeah. for that. You know what I mean? And I mean, again, everybody watches wrestling for their own personal reasons, mm-hmm. whether it be, you know, for entertainment, for sport, for moves and people like other wrestlers for different reasons. I don't like the ultimate warrior because in my opinion, he was and a it shitty was wrestler. Our first episode. It was, it, and it was our first episode. A hate episode. Tom just had to get it off his chest <laughs> for all those years. It's been brewing. And just, now he was I mean, a mouthpiece for it. You know, I've said this so many different times on these episodes, but I don't like the Ultimate Warrior because he he just got he got where he went in his career because of his look. That's it. Yeah. No in-ring ability. And you know what? We can say the same well, for a lot of different... He was partnered up with Sting, too. And he was, see, yeah. Sting the Blade Runners. And he the Blade right. Runners. Sting was a 10-time better wrestler than Ultimate Warrior was. But, I mean, we can say... I mean, people out there can say the same thing for Hulk Hogan. People can say 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 the same thing for, for other wrestlers who weren't that technically sound in the ring but had a look... You know what I mean? Had a different feel, and he just carried the company. I mean, Hulk Hogan was the poster boy for mid-'80s. Everybody wanted to be Hulk Hogan. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But 
I just don't like the ultimate see warrior. Ketchup and mustard plastered everywhere. Absolutely, you, know? you still do. You, he's there. He's still selling shirts on WWE mm-hmm. Shop. He's still doing everything. But my hatred for the Ultimate Warrior stems from what he did in his in um sorry what he did during his career. You know what I mean? He walked out on the yeah, WWF. That, that letter. Yeah, yep. he walked out on the WWF after a SummerSlam event. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Shattered the dreams of all these little kids who want to be who want to be like the Ultimate Warrior. He just wanted to get paid like yeah, Hogan. Be, because That's your ego what got in the building. It doesn't matter. No one was touching Hogan's money. You know what I mean? Because he had that reputation to be the number one everything. Mm-hmm. Honestly, no one could have been Hulk Hogan. It doesn't matter who it was. And you know what? Everybody has tried to be Hulk Hogan. Since then, Vince McMahon, after Hulk Hogan retired, pushed two. He pushed Bret Hart. He pushed The Undertaker. Right? Now, I would say the closest person to have the fan base of of Hulk Hogan, in my opinion, was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. He was like Hulk Hogan for this generation, for what he did. Right. He got people back into wrestling. And that can be the same said for John Cena right yeah. now. Yeah, and and you got to throw The Rock in, and you have to throw The Undertaker in. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody always says, you know, Stone yeah, Cold literally brought— literally in all those eras. Uh, yeah, everybody always says Stone Cold brought wrestling back from, from where Hulk Hogan dropped it, right? Und- listen, you got to give Undertaker more credit. Well, The Undertaker helped keep it here. Yeah. And—, and- you know, consistent, every, every, consistent, consistent, right here in the middle. Yes. You know, whether your eyes were on the product or it wasn't, we know a lot of eyes weren't. And then Stone Cold helped give that heartbeat, the doom, doom. Yeah. And then the rock. And then from that moment, everybody else prospered. Everybody, mm-hmm. every one of the members on that roster. And then Triple H came, Undertaker. Edge came, Batista, right. John Cena, Roman Reigns, right. Brock Lesnar. You know what I mean? All these guys, Kane. So, you know, for someone to ask me who who is the most hated wrestler of all time, that's kind of hard. Because there's levels to that because, question. Yeah, yeah, because everybody has different opinions, but my opinion is the ultimate warrior. Mm-hmm. What about you? As we're going through this answer, I'm trying to think, and it's just like, there's, that's the ultimate hate, right? It is. Killed his family. I mean, he did. It, it's hard to go from it's, there. It's hard to, to say, oh, you know what? Let me see somebody else that didn't kill his family. I mean, listen, it's so, you know, there's the fact- a lot more. There, you know, we watch plenty of Dark Side of the Rings. There's yeah. a lot more shittier people the, I in mean, the wrestling <sighs> industry. Um, yeah. Moolah. Um, I mean, Moolah. Vince McMahon. I was going there with Vince, so that was my thing. I mean, t- yeah, technically he wrestled, but. Yeah. So if you really wanted to kind of go around the question a little bit Vince McMahon and especially currently and yeah it is like the hottest he's got the most heat everybody hates he does him. everybody wants to do what he's not doing so you have anti Vince's running around because so many people view him as the problem correct correct and you know what it, he's a figurehead right so that's where you know when you have a figurehead you point to that person because you can pinpoint it mm-hmm. and it, it's more of a, a scapegoat mm-hmm there's that person you you should be okay angry at, but realistically, yeah, he's the problem. But there's a lot of other people working closely with him that are in the same school of thought, and a lot of the people who have been there for a very long time also. That's a part of the problem. He's not cycling in newer, fresher ideas and talent because he doesn't trust anybody. He's living by his old ways. Yeah, I he's mean, been, he's been living by his old ways for years. Creature of habit, right? He is. And he has all the lackeys still there to back him up. Right. I mean, there's no Briscoe there. I mean, you know, and Homeboy's dead now. So, you know, Pat Patterson. P-squared. 
P squared. Yeah. Um, and Pedo Patterson. <laughs> P squared. No, because it's it's funny that you said McMahon because if you stem all the tragedies that happened in professional wrestling Guess in the who's WWF, at the, at the center of who's it. at the helm? Vince McMahon. Pat Patterson touching ring boys, you know, mm-hmm. touching little kids during his time. Jimmy Snuka, he paid the police uh. off, right? Chris Benoit. I mean, that was different because that, McMahon didn't know the story. No, and you no. can't blame him for that. For Owen once, Hart. You get a pass on that. Owen one. Hart, 100% your fault. Yeah. Um, steroids, 100% your fault. Um, Sweeping, sweeping the treatment of women during the Attitude Era, like like when Melina, not Melina, Marlena was talking about Dark Side of the Ring, how guys would you know show them you know everything and oh you know you know yeah yeah don't no sell it no sell it. He had to know that was going on. He absolutely had had a clue that was going on. Everybody knows when you're that close and that's your company. you know what's going on. You pick and choose what you want to know and what you just want to kind of push to the side. Absolutely. So, I mean, you know, we're going to be bouncing in and out with with some questions that people brought up. But um, something that I want to talk about because it's it's been happening slowly and it may come into fact very soon. John Moxley. John Moxley... After his time with Eddie Kingston as a tag team, he's coming back into the singles, you know, area. He's in this tournament. He's right? in this tournament, he right? He won. He beat. Uh, yeah, he, he beat uh, number ten. Number ten. Yeah. But like John Moxley, what he's doing now is he's coming to the ring, like pushing people out of the way. Fans he pushed last night too, beating the <laughs> shit out of somebody and leaving. Very heel persona. And the way it's going to line Does up... Does he really come off as a face, though? Like, let's look he d- he from did, another glass. He did. When he was champion, he was. And when when he was feuding with, M- with MJF and, and feuding with Jericho, he definitely was coming off as a face. I mean, he got introduced as a heel, but he was treated like a face from the fans. That's well, the problem. I mean, that, the fan, ha- yeah, that happens, the, happens too often. all the time. The right. fans really determine what you are. Especially with the Cody situation. Yeah. That's a whole Oh, my God. Topic. I'm so happy he's getting booed. You have no fucking idea he's how happy I am. For, since the company started. He's still coming from the center of the ramp, and he's still getting booed just as much. And now they're acknowledging the fact that he's coming from yeah. the center, by the way. Yeah. He's he's better than everybody else. You know what I mean? See, see what happens when we talk about things on this podcast that comes in fruition mm-hmm. into television. Somebody's listening. And then, like, some there is a secret. There's someone out there listening. And whether it be someone for AEW or someone sending, you know, smoke signals to people at AEW, thank you if you are. Thank you for the downloads. Um, but, no, it's maybe true, though. Maybe it's even wrestlers who are listening. You ever think be. about that? What wrestlers? Like, you never know. Maybe someone that we met. I they do, but then they would be like, oh, I mean, I couldn't. It's like Maybe, like, hear you know, we met, remember, at the Legend of Wrestling, we met Aubrey Edwards, we met Penelope Ford, we met the Billy Gunn, you know. Kip Sabian. I'm still waiting for one of these guys to be wearing our shirts on um on their Instagram. But hey, like, listen, if it happens, it happens. Yeah, like you never know. Like, if say you see the logo pop up because it's in yeah. dirty laundry or something. They're like, yeah, that's it. You right. never know. Like, say if one day, like, they put a screenshot of like uh, they're listening to our episode, I would probably shit my pants because that's huge. You know what I mean? You just um, hope that we're talking good about them at the time. Yeah, and you're like, hey. No, but. I think what they're doing is they're going to set up Brian Danielson against John Moxley at full gear with the Eliminator Tournament Finals, and that's when you'll see the culmination of John Moxley turning heel. 
I think that Daniel Bryan will win that. And then well, that being said, two faces that being that. said, I think Omega and Bryan are going to wrestle each other for the belt because of what they did in the 30 minute match at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Yeah. yeah, it was a draw. You got to have it for the title now. But what's going to come out of that is basically Bryan's going to put Moxley back over as a heel. Mm-hmm. So a, a heel turn is very imminent for John Moxley because if you really think about it, you think about the people that have joined AEW, right? Andrade is not getting as much attention as he should, but now he's kind of. Adam Cole has been living in well, the... Well, yeah, this past the, like two weeks he has, yeah. especially this... Uh, he's facing Cody Rhodes this week, so yeah. he'll get buried <laughs> with a fucking shovel, which is so sad because Andrade is a phenomenal wrestler. <laughs> he's going to make... Cody's going to make him dig the grave. Yeah, he will. Then he's going to hit him in the back of the head so he can fall into it. Yes. Right? Uh, Adam or Cole. If uh, Anderson Arn doesn't shoot him <laughs> with his gun. Oh my god! Don't Yo, cross Arn Anderson and shoot him. Hell no! Yeah, fucking a. Most dangerous man in the room. Yeah. Remember that weird bump that he took off the the apron yeah, the other he, night? He tripped. He tripped. <laughs> but I landed on my gun. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I fell on my keys. <laughs> But it's true, though. Like, people that have joined AEW recently, Andrade hasn't been getting as much attention. Malachi Black, he was, but then he lost, so he's kind of falling back down. Yeah, but then he came in and he made a save yesterday, right? He did, yeah. Which, which, and then Pac came down, which I, which I really thought it was going to be a tag team match, which they may save it, for full gear. Yeah. Pac and Rhodes against Where's Malachi. Where's Pac been? They've been hurt? No, he's been just floating. He's been having some matches with Andrade floating around. Got it. But you have... But you have um, Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson, you have Adam Cole debut the same night, right? So there, there's a lot of guys that AEW has have gained, and you know they have a lot of guys that they have to show attention to. Yeah. So I think the face division is kind of crowded with Hangman Page and Chris Jericho and and Brian Danielson. Yeah, well, Kingston. I don't know, I don't know what Page's thing was yesterday, right? He was he was the guy in the State Puff. Yeah, he dressed up as the costume with the elite, and he helped the Dark Order win. I didn't appreciate. <clears throat> The elite coming from four corners and doing the Ninja Turtles turn the back thing and squish the guy, but they're dressed as Ghostbusters. How <laughs> dare you cross the two things? You can't cross those. Go two fuck things. yourself. <laughs> I'm a Ninja Turtles fan. Do, don't ever disrespect. Well, those like guys that. are really like Kenny Omega's huge into like um, video games and yeah, like that well, culture and stuff. Stick with the one thing that you're doing. Stick with your good. Cross your fucking streams with the plasma <laughs> gun and call it a day. Drink some Ecto Cooler in the way. Yeah, Ecto Cooler. You know what I mean? But for John Moxley to turn heel, it may be the best thing for AEW. I'm the key master, Tom. I am the key. Yeah, you are the key master. Technically, it's my house, so I am the key master, but... You have a ring. I do have a ring. I'm the doorbell master. Can you are the ring master? I'm the ring master. (laughs) But I think for John Moxley to, to turn a heel may be the best thing for AEW because the division is so populated with faces right now. And I think that John Moxley has the ability of flipping from heel to face, face to heel, and getting cheered as a heel or a face. So he's he's, he's not going to get hurt emotionally. Stone Cold Light. He, the uh, way the way he's yeah his character minus is the, doing his finisher to Tony Khan every week. But yes, <laughs> yeah, he's um he he's right in that middle ground. You know, he he's is. got that Steve Austin swag to him. He does. And he has fine. the walk. Yeah, you yeah. Know, the song is absolutely brutal. Wild thing. Every time I think yeah, of that, I, I think of Ricky Vaughn. Same here. You know, give him the heater, Ricky. Give him the heater. <laughs> <laughs> him the heater. <laughs> um, that's what I think of when yep. I think of Wild Thing. Um, so I really can't agree with that. But 
I mean, John Moxie turning heel, it's going to be coming soon, I think. It's a so, welcome change. I mean, it you is know, a welcome it's change. getting a little crowded in AEW in certain levels, like, mm-hmm. you know, for their mid-card and for the... I don't know what the hell's going on in the main event scene right now because the elite is just everywhere doing everything. Mm-hmm. I don't really... I don't know what the end game is. What are they trying to do? With who? Everybody in the elite. Like, where are we going? Who's think, the person? I, like, I know with Hangman, their their situation. I don't a lot think of it's gonna be. Too. I don't think they're gonna break up anytime soon. Oh no, I'm, I'm I think not it's saying gonna that be a stable to. for a while. I'm yeah. kind of curious about how they're gonna do with Adam Cole because Adam Cole really has. I mean, he had a small feud with Jungle Boy, and I think Jungle Boy still feuding with the elite, but. I mean, you had the Young Bucks that were tag team champions, and they lost to... Um, Is it four the, or five of them in that? In the Elite? Yeah. There's four of them, but then they had Brandon Cutler, which kind of makes five. And then I heard that the talks with Impact and, and AEW uh, kind of fizzled, so Anderson and Gallows are going to stay on Rabbit Ears Television. Oh, wow. So, but, Speaking of which, you hear about ROH? Yeah, they're just shutting down. Yeah, they're going on hiatus until kinda, whenever. I mean, ROH sometimes you don't come back. 2.0? 2.0. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, Ring of Honor, I mean, the history of Ring of Honor, so many guys in WWE and AEW came from Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor is Adam their Cole. their love child. I mean, yeah. from that, we have Seth Rollins, pretty much everybody we talk about that we Kevin love. Owens, yeah. Yeah. Sami Zayn. Yep. So Everybody owes it, it something sucks. to that. It sucks because... In what the, they should do is just all of them collectively pull money together and just collectively keep that company afloat. Yeah. Like and, a wrestler... I hate to use the word union here, but like a um, an ownership by committee sort of deal based mm-hmm. on all those. You can't tell me all those little people can't pitch in to keep that afloat and keep the the, the little people in the, the little world. people in there. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I don't know. It, outside it, looking in, that's what I would do. Yeah, I mean, just I, set up a GoFundMe. I, I it works for everything. I don't else. know much of their finances. Again, I don't know if something's going on that they really can't recover from. I know they took a hit with COVID, like everybody else did. So, but, you know, when, when, when we talk about a company and you kind of feel bad for them because all the people losing their jobs and then, you know, in the crowded waiting room known as professional wrestling, where you have WWE, AEW, Impact. Here's the thing. All these different. You feel bad for them, but now you don't feel as bad because there's so many more avenues for them to go to Mm -hmm. and get money and do very, very well. Um, so if this was about ten to twelve years ago, oh yeah, it'd be worse. It would. It just here's a shovel. Yeah. Now it's not a death sentence. No, you can go elsewhere and do all these things. And Vince McMahon already said that he wants nobody for Ring I, of I Honor. I seen that. I read that this morning. I'm what like, a dick! You know what I mean? What a dick for you to say that. And then, but did and, he though? Like, and guess or, what Tony Khan would say? Yeah, come on in. You know what I mean? The door is always open here at well, AEW. Of course, because he's taking everybody he can get. Yeah, I mean, I'm waiting for him to say that to to to. Uh, I'm waiting for Tony Khan to turn people down. I think he may turn Bray Wyatt down, maybe. I don't know. He, I mean, let me tell you something. I think Tony Khan is playing decoy with this whole situation because of if, course he is. Because because technically t- he's going to come out like the smartest guy. Everybody, if they don't love him already, then this happens uh, possibly on Friday. No. People the are gonna get rampage their... is already taped. It's not gonna be Friday. Oh. It's probably gonna be maybe Wednesday. I don't know. Maybe Wednesday, or you never know. Bray Wyatt may show up somewhere else. Yeah, or whatever. Rotunda. I mean, that's fine. Good. So another question that came to us from a great listener of the show, value listener show, Anthony Ferretti. He messaged us on Instagram, and he said, "Who would be your guy to dethrone Roman? I think you. I think you use this to make a guy." <laughs> 
You can't use a guy like Brock. My pick is Walter. Okay. It's hard to pick somebody to dethrone Roman Reigns you said because you. It's funny you got that question because I think we spoke about this l- briefly last week. Later in the episode, we kind we of did touched literally it. mention this scenario. Yeah, the scenario of who really dethrones someone that on paper the physically impossibly to dethrone. On paper, you can't. It's so hard to even yeah, attempt this. That's why I had a long sigh there. But I'm like, Ugh, I don't know. Uh, there is nobody on the current Thank roster. You. That, that's where you're going. Yep. There is nobody on the current roster that can dethrone Roman. I love the pick that Anthony said of Walter because Walter may be coming to a main show. Walter but again, has been kept under wraps and for a good reason. Yeah. Um, you know, they mention him briefly on NXT. They they do every once in a while. And, and when we talk about um, Halloween Havoc, we got to mm-hmm. talk about that tag team championship match because fucking Imperium. Phenomenal. I love Imperium. They are amazing. And that match with MSK was fucking stellar, man. 2300 wrestling messages just on uh, Instagram. Um, but... <laughs> No, Halloween, we'll talk about Halloween Havoc in a little while because yeah. we have to, but I can't sit here and waste no, – I'm, I'm not saying wasting my time, but I can't sit here and try to think of somebody that can dethrone Roman because he is dethronable. He really is. I mean, his stellar work is off the charts. What he's doing – with other wrestlers, big and small sizes in the ring, it's from Rey Mysterio, it's, it's next, next level. level. And again, the only and and the fact that they already set in stone that they want to make his reign longer than than Brock than Brock Lesnar's five hundred and sixty five days, I think it was. That says shock waves time. because that's he may go two years without losing. <laughs> Remember, this time. year they wanted oh they this year they wanted Rock and Roman right. That was like the big talk, Rock and Roman. Right, that's what that's what right. they wanted, and it's not going to happen. Kevin Owens fell. Kevin Owens fell. Sorry, Kev. It's not going to happen this year. So mm-hmm. if they have the belt, or if he has the belt for Rock, that's going to be over two years. <laughs> and for the Rock to come in I as a Hollywood uh, guy man. to dethrone Roman Reigns on paper, it sounds phenomenal. But in in a real wrestling sense, does it really make sense? No, because now that you push it back, it becomes less foreseeable. Mm-hmm. You know, like it does. now it's like now it's just a fucking pipe dream. It is. It's an before absolute... it, it seemed like a almost a sure thing. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, you know, just, we can all wish. I want that for Christmas. But if I really had to pick somebody right now. I could if, uh, if you put a gun to my head while well, I'm dying because I can't pick. I thought I thought the demon had a shot. No. That yeah. I mean Brock Lesnar? Is that the smart pick? Is that Borg, the only pick? Borg Is that Glazer? the safe pick? I, I can't I can't pick I can't Anthony said I can't pick um Brock Lesnar. Who else is out there? Edge tried it, didn't do it. Kevin Owens tried, didn't do it. Cesaro, no. Goldberg. Goldberg? No, God no. Goldberg's done. He said he's got one more match. No, he's done, I think. Fine. I yeah I don't know man. I, uh, Unless Biggie makes his way onto no, that show at some point. No, I don't know. Drew McIntyre, no Biggie, no. 
No. Do, are we going? Do we bring back anybody? I gotta say the Rock. Other than I, the Rock, I, I gotta say I can't think of any. Braun Breaker. Can't, no. We, we did the Cena thing. No. Nope. No. No one from NXT. Walter is a good pick. Walter. That's the, that's the only logic. Karrion Cross. No. Mm. Jeff Hardy. No. <laughs> no. You know what I mean. Anybody that's wrestled for a 24-7 belt has no right to face Roman Reigns. That's all I got to say about that. But I, I got to say, I got to say Rock. I, that's that's gun to my head. Damn. Gun to my head, dude. It's crazy. And then, like, the the even harder question is, okay, we pick somebody great. But then, like, then I don't want, I don't want to pick somebody just to pick somebody. Yeah, no. I got to have a, where do you I, go I gotta have a like, thought about it because... I'm not gonna say something I don't mean. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I would love because I'm just looking at this poster behind us, and I know it's not gonna happen because Samoa what, Joe. Wow, are you reading my fucking mind? No, just just you're weird. I mean, 83 episodes in, I think I know a little bit about you. Uh, yeah, that's what you know I, what I mean. Yep. I know who you hate. I know who you love. I mean, yeah, Samoa Joe, but that would be a loss. But uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it looks feasible. I mean, listen, Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar had that banger at Great Balls of Fire. They did. Back and in it, July it was a few kind years of a, ago. And it's kind of a shame that nothing came out of that. I, man, let me tell you. Two heels at that time, and they were both running hot. Samoa Joe was coming in fast. Mm-hmm. I thought he was winning that fucking belt. Yeah, so and I was excited. I think everybody thought he was going to win that belt. Yeah. So I, I think I, everybody uh, thought he was going to win that belt. And it ended up being like just a weird match at mm-hmm. the end. But I, I didn't like the finish. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I, just I, like I can't Crown think Jewel. of anybody, man. Just like Crown really, Jewel. I really can't because there's nobody with that power, nobody with that game. Mm-hmm. We say this now. In a couple months, ask the same question. Maybe we have Could a different change. answer. You never know. You know, somebody's riding high. Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. You don't think so? Again, if all right, he's I, not going I, back to SmackDown. Well, no, he's not saying anytime soon. Oh, you know, down there the road? Some, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. But then, but then we can say Biggie. Uh, yeah. Then we can say Bobby Lashley. I mean, this new Bobby Lashley for Bobby versus... Lashley to turn to a face and beat Roman Reigns, you you gotta that'd be big. You gotta that'd start telling that story very soon Bear, because Bearcat Lee, who could no. be joining the Hurt Business, really? I don't know. They had an interaction on Monday. Uh, <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I think so. I'm spitballing here. <laughs> So something trying to give the people fucking something content. that 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 I want to talk about is Gigi Tolan. <laughs> oh, she's gorgeous. No, Charlotte Flair. What the hell happened <laughs> in the past week? I don't know. With Charlotte motherfucking Flair, and it's not just the past week. It's she, been going she, for a while. Apparently. Ever since her boy left, she has been acting out. You know when like. Ever since the AAA show over the summer, apparently. Mm-hmm. You know, in when Mexico, one parent when you wrestled Omega, and the other, you're with the other parent, and you, you know, let, let's say you act differently when you're with mom, and then when you're with dad, you're just completely reserved. Whatever, dad, you kind of got that mm-hmm. like fear thing. Other parents gone. She's just acting out. Apparently, she Charlotte, doesn't give a shit. Charlotte Flair, she went fucking rogue on the on the segment the other day on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Now. Which was a main event segment, I guess. Mm-hmm. Remember how we talked about how they can change belts and they did the most boring way. Oh, yeah. But the incident that happened, it did lead to an altercation with Becky Lynch Backstage. and Flair being escorted by the building. Charlotte Flair had to get escorted out of the building by WWE security. Because Becky had a dark match later. Yeah. So they didn't want This is to after Sonya Deville is starting. Now, Sonya Deville wanted to fucking 
get into a fight with Charlotte Flair backstage. Oh, after, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yes. Sonya Deville was pissed because she was in the ring, too. Right, yeah, because she had to actually kind of, like, pull that back. No pun intended. Yeah. Pull the reins back and uh, get everybody back in order over there. So, it was a botched segment, basically, and Charlotte Flair gets into it with Sonya Deville. They, because she didn't they want to hand over the belt. She felt weak. Yeah. Yeah. She was mad enough that she wanted to fight Charlotte Flair. Yep. And there was an argument which took place apparently in the gorilla position about how they were going to do the, the segment. Right before she came out. Yeah. And Flair and Lynch, apparently they ch- exchanged words with McMahon and Bruce Pritchard that were mm-hmm. there during it too. And Becky Lynch didn't get any heat from the... No, because It Becky, was all Charlotte Flair. Yeah, because To Becky the point where Charlotte Flair player. got removed of her media appearances this week for SmackDown. Really? Yes. Huh. So what does that tell you? She gets removed of her, of her media appearances. She gets escorted out of the building by WWE security. They cancel all the stuff that they had planned for her She's this week. She's walking on eggshells. But... She is walking on eggshells. But... Can they really afford to mm-hmm. play this game with her? Yeah. And it's like she's got them by the short hairs. It's called leverage. Sure. Go ahead. I'm gonna... So she'll act out because she knows where she can end up. And she knows where the viewers are going to go. And apparently some wrestlers thought that the officials escorting Flair was a sign of disrespect. Hmm. Because, I mean, it doesn't feel... It does feel surprising because of what Charlotte Flair has done for the women's division since she got there. However, and her fa- and her legacy of her last name through her father and in, in, in his career. Yeah, but after a while, you got to stop talking about legacy. And it's hard to she, when your last name's Flair. Though. I know, but you create your own path as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know you ride the coattails of of your last name for well ever because you're never not going to. But you do make your own little path. I say that to say this. There's no right person here. She was also wrong too. Who? Becky? Charlotte. Oh no, Charlotte's wrong. Yeah. Because to because first she, of all, you know, yeah. if you're if you're given orders, listen. Not everybody's going to like what they need to go do. Like Becky wasn't supposed to throw the belt to her like that. No, but she got pissed because she got the belt thrown down. Knew in her mind that the segment went off the rails. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Therefore, leading Sonya Deville to get pissed off. Sonya said, pick up the belt, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Pick up the belt, Charlotte. Yeah. So Sonya's basically calling the segment yes. on live television yes. in a main event spot on Friday Night SmackDown on Fox, who is basically birthing you money and giving you money. Yeah. Crazy. Exactly. Absolutely crazy. Yep. See, it's funny because you can kind of tell. Like, you know, I'm no, I'm no swami. You know what I mean? I'm no fucking, you know, I can't read your mind. Yeah. But I've been watching wrestling long enough to know when things don't go right. Mm-hmm. Like the like last night on Dynamite, Bobby Fish and CM Punk. CM Punk looks old. Bobby Fish kicked out at two and three quarters, but the referee hit three, so someone fucked up. Mm-hmm. That's obvious. But you can tell something was wrong with that segment. Because she felt weak. She didn't want to drop it that way or yeah. whatever she, she wanted felt weak. to do. Yeah. But you know, listen. If you're given marching orders, you do it. Absolutely. You can piss and moan before. You got to do, do it. Do your job. Do your job. Do your job. I just right. want to do, do my job. Do I'm my, just trying to do my do, job. Do my job. <laughs> Go back and then piss and moan and complain. Yeah, that's it. Do what you need to do because that way you handled business. You took CM care Punk of it. The Pike Bomb. 
How pissed off was he? He fucking got up and left. But I mean, okay. But Charlotte Flair, she wasn't backstage at any AEW events, which some fans thought that she would be because of Andrade wrestling for the company. So apparently there's people in Flair's inner circle that she has that believe that she could try to get out of her contract, but no one expects that to likely happen and she will remain with WWE. She, you know, so we'll backtrack a little bit like what I was saying before. She can't go anywhere. If WWE's right in their in their right mind, you have to keep her at all costs. Automatic and guess what? He's not sitting over there on the couch right now. But what has Jeff said a million and one times when we've been asked this question who's by the, the fans? One? Charlotte, who's the one effing person mm-hmm. that would go and just change the whole game? Yeah, Charlotte is the Hogan in this situation. <laughs> Don't laugh because it's true. It all revolves around the Hulkster. <laughs> it always comes back to the Hulk. It always comes back to the Hulkster. No, because um, Flair disrespected Lynch on national television. And she, that's you know, big. She, yeah. that's. I'm sorry, but that's big. Like, big. Right. So, and you know, Sasha Banks and Sasha Banks is awkward because she comes down, try to interrupt the segment, set up a few with her. She's doing to her be job the, to be the top babyface I mean, against see, Charlotte. So it's funny because I would expect this from Sasha Banks. Yeah. I wouldn't expect this from Charlotte because of Sasha's persona. She's taken her ball and gone home what three times mm-hmm. after losing all the time. Yeah. Yet, I mean, she's the one Bailey, who still comes out to do her job. Yeah, what Bailey and Sasha did after WrestleMania when they dropped the when they dropped the belt to the Iconics, you know, it's. People, people can be upset, but you got to realize the mouth that feeds you. Of course, you, which you is also the, hand, don't bite the hand, which is yeah, which is the hand of um, the hand of God, the hand of the, God, <laughs> the, the, the voice of God, the voice of God, uh, Vince McMahon. Remember when he had God wrestle a match? <laughs> yeah, and you, you won that? because God didn't show up, right? Is that yes. what it was? <laughs> you, you you talk about really bad segments in WWF history. That's up there. Oh, yeah. I mean, and also the Bailey, This Is Your Life. Oh, my God. With Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. You talk about shit show. Mm-hmm. That was a shit show. So, Charlotte Flair, AEW bound. Could be fun, but I don't think it's going to happen. No way. I, I just think these are just some growing pains that she's going through. Yeah, she she's is. She's acting out because of her, I'll tell you what, her boyfriend probably ain't helping. Fiance. Yeah. Or I mean, he, 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 he wrote a tweet saying, F-U, WWE. I seen that. And he quickly deleted it, I think. Or he got... I don't know if it's still up there, but... No, no, listen. Once it goes up... It's up. People screenshot it. Oh, yeah, It's they do. there forever. Mm-hmm. People are quick. Internet so, is quick, man. Yeah. So, our next question, which could be the answer, comes from uh, Anthony Pino. What's up, Anthony? What's the biggest surprise you think is coming for the rest of the year? Or the biggest disappointment we should be bracing for? Charlotte Flair to AEW could be the biggest surprise for the rest of the year. And it could be coming because, honestly, think about the WWE, what they do. They let you go like that. Yeah. Quickly. If they sense tension, McMahon's not going to deal with it because guess what? He has all these different women in the pipeline to take that spot. Next man up. Next Next man up or woman up mentality. You know what I mean? Andrade, Aleister Black, Daniel Bryan, fucking Bray Wyatt. Tony Nese, all these guys got another Murphy, all these guys, big cast, Enzo, all these guys got opportunities. Gallows Anderson, I just named off 10 guys right there. 
the, the WWE is not afraid to lose people. No. That's not their job. The big companies aren't afraid to no, lose. No, they're not. Because they know there's always somebody who wants next. your spot. There's, there's always, always somebody, somebody next. That's what companies NXT. It's, it's no, the pun, same. no pun intended. Right. It's the same philosophy in business in any place it you is. go. All right, great. You're here for a long time. Okay, you're getting more expensive. I'm going to fire you and get somebody who can do more work but for cheaper. Boom. It's the same business principle. That's yeah. all it is. That's all it is. It you're happens to everybody. In and, in. and it doesn't matter if you're a professional wrestler, if you if you pump gas, if you do anything, if you're a server, if if you're It's the same model. If you're a president for it Amazon, works for everything. it doesn't matter. Yeah. If you can find somebody that can do the job just as good as you and pay a hell of a lot cheaper. We're watching you... football right now. Yeah. That's the whole premise of football. Yeah. Think of running backs. Yeah. If I drafted Expendable. a rookie running back paying $500,000 a year and I have Zeke Elliott who gets $20 million, and they both perform the same amount and they both give me the same stuff, Guess who, who am I going to pick? I'm keeping the $19.5 million on my payroll. Yep. And right? the youth. At so, this point. Less hits. Yep. I mean, for the biggest surprise, I think, for the rest of the year could be WWE getting rid of Charlotte or just letting her go from this incident and the tension that it may cause after in the locker room and the media and everything. I can see that. Yeah. Um, but you know, as far as the biggest disappointment that I could be bracing for, <sighs> Bray Wyatt not having a job is a disappointment for me. Um, just because I think that he is. But uh, you know he'll find work. Yeah, though. no, he's too I'm, talented. Of course, he's got to kind of. The, the disappointment of him not getting a job. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I would oh. be disappointed if he didn't get one. Oh yeah. Because of what he can do mentally, physically, emotionally with wrestling fans and getting his message across and setting up programs and his ideas and yeah. c- creative stuff. Him not having a job would be a disappointment, but that's that's just what I think. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So Do you think he's a big enough brand and a big enough name that if he went to a lesser promotion, like AEW Impact? aside, Impact yeah, I can't even say ROH anymore because that's not around. After I mean, a, a lot of year, guys but... went to Impact and had a second coming. Christian Cage did, um, Kurt Angle did, Booker T did. Uh, well, Booker T that was like his third coming. I think, I think Kurt Angle, Jeff Hardy, probably is Matt the most, Hardy. Yeah, right. Yeah. All these guys, delete, delete. I mean, that's you know that came from mm-hmm. Impact. Impact. Yep. But or Anthem at the time, whatever. The fuck yeah, it's but, called Dal. <laughs> I know so many names. In in a span of like two years, I went through like four names. Yeah. What do you think of these rosters? From from what we saw on SmackDown and Raw, like how do you feel about these new rosters that we have? Um, they're all right, but there's you know, it just started. It's, it's hard yeah, to tell. I mean, right away with with like the people that that are on these shows, it seems like it's gonna work. I mean, I like how the new day is separate. Did you see they gave Veer his own um, vignette? Oh, God. God, no. (laughs) God, no. God, no. I was... Let me tell you something. Veer's the good one, by the way. Shanky's it. I was kind of... I was kind of surprised that Xavier Woods didn't go a little heel in that uh, ceremony. Uh, It would be too soon. If that's the case, it's coming. You can't just jump right to Heel on Kofi? Nobody wants it because nobody thinks it's actually going to happen. That could be a man. Uh, that could be a WrestleMania match. Hundred percent. Absolutely. Of course, it's not years made in the event. making. Not okay. One of the one pump, of the pump, ma- the pump the brakes a little bit on that. Uh, 
years. In the, I mean, it, it would, oh, be, no, no, it, it oh, would be a good match. Oh, I, I, I talked over what you said. Oh, no. I mean, you know, Xavier you Woods meant, and you Kofi. You WrestleMania match. Yeah, yes. WrestleMania match. That's like, what I said. Yeah. Yes, years oh, in the making. Yeah. I didn't mean. No, no, no. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like it would be like a spectacle. Like, no, you know, no. I mean, like yeah. Andre and Hogan. No, no, not that. But yeah. you know what I mean. I know. It would be a, a mania-worthy match that is is supposed to be on the card. Yes. It makes sense. It does. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, it would be a match. I mean, you know, I mean, their relationship, you can tell a long story with that. Right. Right. Long-term broking. It could. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I really like the direction that Raw went into. I think Raw has better talent now. Yeah. Um, SmackDown is going to have to step up their game because they wasted 32-minute program of Brock Lesnar in the oh, beginning of the show. No. I mean, it was a smart way to write him off television. I was smart looking at way the time, to him off like, television. And yeah, then, but of course, he's going to come back and win the Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Yeah, that's my pick to win the Rumble yeah. is Brock Lesnar. Smart, smart fans like smart us are fans like, yeah, oh, great. Yeah, I'm, I'm, great. Sm- I'm they smiling. They literally just told you. I'm smiling right now. There's a podcast I listen to. It's the... Um, Sons of Flip Ma- Radio? Thank no, you. Of course, all the time. The um, <laughs> Mass Man Show. Yeah. And this guy, Kaz, and he used to be part of the writers and, and backstage with WWE a few years ago. And he always says, if you watch WWE long enough and you watch it closely, they always tell you what they're going to do. Yeah. They foreshadow. That's the yeah, problem. You just have to kind of read through... You know, WWE has the worst poker face in professional wrestling. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because guess what? I didn't expect Malachi Black to come out in AEW. I didn't expect Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan to debut in the same night. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Tony Khan held his hand well. I mean, hey, listen. It's a new company. Mm-hmm. Everything is a first for them. Did you expect Edge to win the Royal Rumble this year? Um, Did I expect it? When he came in as one. Oh, oh no! Based on how one is gone, yeah. No, however, did I expect him to be where he was at the end, the final four? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Winning? No. I kind of felt that Bianca was going to win. They set that up for her to win a little too much. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect Rhea to be the second the, one. Though. That lead in for weeks, leading into that actual match for mm-hmm. the women, um, based on promos and, and the way you know WWE's marketing and television the the people who make the vignettes and, and stuff like that are second to none very good like, they're the best in the business they're very good for any anything everybody needs to take a page out of their like book. the vignettes on like wwe untold and like wwe well, like 24 There's, whatever it's called yeah, they're it, really good it's so good like nobody comes wwe 24 is a really good show yeah because it takes a step back and you really see you get to peek through the curtain. Yeah, you. you yeah, All right. <laughs> no, it's true though. Yeah, literally. Yeah, but I mean the the rosters for SmackDown. I think they have to show more again because when you had twenty five percent of your show being taken over by Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, you have to obviously build new characters. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I just Brock think it was gone, a bad week. I mean, they had a thing. They it wanted was to get Brock out of there. And, okay, now that it's done, because eventually you have to do it, Well, right? the first person that they brought out after Brock was gone was Drew McIntyre. Yeah. They did that on purpose because you want someone, you they the fans want to see somebody that can dominate and possibly yes. beat Roman Reigns yes. down the line. So That's this, why we said Drew versus Roman at Royal Rumble makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. Right? Makes so much sense. Because you're you're giving them, again, WWE tells you what they're going tells to do. Tells you what they're going to do. There it was. There it was. There it is. Poker and face. literally on Raw a few weeks ago, they had kind of mentioned that. They too. might as well play Texas Hold'em with the cards up because they're holding pocket aces every time. Oh, yeah. you know what I mean. You know, honestly, right? 
they're wearing no sleeve t-shirts yeah. because you can see up their sleeve. So, if anybody watched NXT Halloween Havoc the other day, I want to know on social media what was your impression of it after listening to this episode. I'll tell you what mine was. I was very surprised. I thought it was very good. The entire paper, uh, the entire TV pay per view. The opening match, Io Shirai's bump was one of the worst bumps I've seen in a ladder match. On in that a very ladder. Long. There's another view that I seen on Twitter from I guess a fan mm-hmm. who was higher up in the stands. Oh man, that she was... took a bump Oof. and a half. Cause didn't she landed on it kind of like she turned half, in the air and she turned yeah and she caught clipped that corner and fell and first of all like I thought rolled. Zoe Stark tore her ACL when she botched that move. Did you see that? I when shouted. I thought I woke my daughter up. I went ooh, my Her, knee popped. And Christine was like, huh? "I'm just old." <laughs> Huh? Yeah, what? it's funny with ever since I had my surgery, I don't hear many cracks and groans yeah, anymore. Cause remember, like I used to be like gimpy with my ankle and shit. Oh, you know what I mean. Ever I, since I known you, you had a fucking foot but like I got a bad knee, a bad back. I've been, you know, I mean, you and your wife have one good leg. One, I'm I'm down one. It's probably the opposite. I'm down one forty six now. Huh. And um, you're lighter, literally. Uh, on I, your feet. I'm, yeah, I'm literally one hundred forty six pounds. I'm down, and I don't have as much pain, but. When when Zoe Stark jumped off that off the top rope with that whatever move it was, and she didn't land on the girl on the ladder, and she, she oh, I yeah, really she thought like, she tore her ACL. Did you see the leg? Oh man, I'm gonna it just, try to. Pull it just it like it tweaked real quick, but that <sighs> bump that Shirai took, that's a bump, and yeah. she didn't move after because she sold it well. But I legitimately thought she was. Well, that hurt. was her bump to take her yeah. out of it, so she didn't really have so, to. So, <laughs> thank God. But. So we we crowned the new women's tag team champions, Gigi Dolan, J.C. Jane, part of Toxic Attraction. Mm. Now mm. the trifecta, because Manny Rose went over on Raquel Gonzalez with the help of Dakota Kai. So Dakota Kai was the girl from the graveyard, which everybody kind of, which knew. everybody kind of thought. I thought because it was Scarlet. I, I think. Oh yeah. I mean, they. Remember, I we think talked they about that too last week. It. Yeah, because she's had the accent, but they could have like put a filter on that to like yeah. change the voice a little bit. Mm-hmm. She um, so she hit Raquel with a shovel, and she comes in the ring, takes her mask off. You know, brand new pink hair. It's Dakota Kai. Nah, that's not new pink hair. She had pink hair for a minute, right? She, uh, I, don't I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. It's brown, pink, insane. whatever. But now we're bringing so still up, a heel because now absolutely um, heel Raquel's a face. Yeah, who came in with a badass on a motorcycle? He was pretty hot. Yeah, but um. So NXT is bringing Dakota Kai back to have a feud with Raquel Gonzalez, right? Because so I thought this, she was coming up. This has to be a this has to be fire. Like this has to be like big. You know what I mean? Like if if you're gonna cost Raquel Gonzalez the title to fucking Mandy Rose, who did absolutely nothing besides look really good in the ring. So and, here and, we go. Here's another question: Who's gonna take the off of Mandy Rose? Well, anybody can take it off Mandy Rose. Right. Uh, Io Shirai, fucking. They won't give it back to her. No. You think they'll maybe go with um, Dakota Kai? She's been there the longest. She has been. She's never been champion. She's paid her dues. But she's a heel, and so is Mandy Rose. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it could be a total... I mean, again, it was a random random choice to put the belt on Mandy, but I don't think it was random because of how they built up Toxic toxic Attraction. Correct. I can't say that name right. I mean, it... An, an all women's it stable, bound, it, was bound, it was bound to happen. They're the um, undisputed era of, well, today. Yeah. Just for women. And I love Gigi Dolan. I love her. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. You sound like your dad. Yeah. She's, she's you know, well, interesting. She's interesting. But 
I mean, the the match was okay with Raquel and Mandy. I mean, Mandy hung in there, but obviously the the spot at the end meant the most when Dakota came and yeah, cost of the match. And that was it. Because there was no way Mandy was going to beat her clean. So yeah. you needed something. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's the same trope we go down all the time. So, uh, so We're in well, wrestling in general. I mean, we've seen everything a million and one ways now, so... You know, nothing is new. It's just how you kind of refresh the events and how you get there. Over or under six months, Solo Sakawa, or however you say his name, is up on the bloodline. Over or under six months. Uso's brother, who under. looks exactly like Jimmy and Jay Uso. Under and a, yeah, just chunkier. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're not the lightest guys. Anyway, under and a name change. Yes. Mm-hmm. Both. He was getting the Uso chance literally he was, he was, the yeah. second that the music stopped. Yeah. You, you have to. That's going to happen. It's going to happen and to everybody. More and more and more. And then you're going to have to go with it. Yes. And then you're going to have to make a change. So right there, the bloodline has another person, and they really could have two people with Naomi. Which they need a woman in there. They do need a woman. She's trending in the heel. I mean, well, I don't know. She's now, trending in the heel. Nah, I, I don't know. She had that confrontation <laughs> with. <laughs> she had that confrontation with Sonya the other day, and Sonya basically told her to fuck off. Yeah, she's and, been telling uh, her to fuck off for like yeah, a month now. And it could come to the point where she just beats Naomi her ass. just beats the shit out of her, and she lines herself up the bloodline. I would, but um, it was. I thought but it they was, still haven't made it. I'm waiting. Once they start to make a mention about Jimmy and Jay, or who's, who's she married to, Jimmy. Yeah. So once there's a mention there, mm-hmm. and they finally acknowledge them, no pun, pun intended. I know. Um, in it the back, all revolves around Roman. Yeah. Yep. But because all you have to do is shoot. Here comes Roman. Here comes Naomi. He gives her just the the, the a head nod or, mm-hmm. or just some sort of acknowledge. I can I can even see Paul Heyman like scouting Naomi. In the oh yeah, the absolutely. You know, absolutely. That'd be that'd be a good way to start it. Yeah, but uh, I mean, it, it was cool how they brought Solo out. I don't like his name. I don't. I don't. I'm just gonna call him NXT Oos. Um, <laughs> he he got involved in a little you know confrontation with uh, Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller and Ellie Knight. He comes out debuts. You know, we'll see what happens to him. As a, I would like to see him in the ring, obviously, then I can make my judgment. But um, MSK and Imperium, let me tell you something. Did Bang, you hear about banger why MS, of a match? Yeah, why MSK was getting booed for no, so long? No, why were they getting booed? You're serious, or I'm serious. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, you know the girl Izzy, the little Bailey girl, fan yeah, who's who now despise. just bigger than anything. She's got her own podcast. She's she's on everything now. Yeah, she is. Kid hasn't even graduated high school yet. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay, great. Good for you. A couple of years ago, um, the guy, um, Carter, mm-hmm. Ash Carter, who was where – I guess they were like an impact or whatever at the time, um, commented on the fact that at the time the girl Izzy was taking like bumps and getting like choke slammed. She was only like 13. And all he said was, you know, I'm happy that she wants to do what she's doing, but I don't think she should be taking those kind of bumps right now. Well, the NXT fans, and, and more more so Izzy's family, who's a big, big, big influence down at the Full Sail Orlando yeah. Performance they, they Center, had, oh, yeah. they're like almost like fan royalty, mm-hmm. had a lot to say, said something online that and got a bunch of people together who religiously went to those shows, uh, the NXT shows, and wanted to say, all right, we're going to boo them, whatever, and just 
kind of disrespect them. And that's what you've been hearing them get booze for so even since they showed up. I um, mean, I think MSK is very talented. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, I think Imperium is very talented too. That match, let me tell you, the last the two bangers. weeks with Imperium, Imperium's last two matches on television have been chef's kiss. And they are so damn good. I wish Walter showed up. Just at the ramp. You don't even have to come Just down. give him the head There's nod. No give it. him the head nod at the ramp. That's, That's it. it. That's it. That would have been the best storytelling. <laughs> Honestly. That would have been awesome. People would have pissed their pants. I would. Why not, right? Man. So, we so can write it. For, you, for everybody simple. counting, that's three title changes. Yep. So, <laughs> this, is, this is funny because... So, we have Braun Breaker, a.k.a. Rex Steiner, a.k.a. Rick Steiner's son, wrestle against Tommaso Ciampa on the main event. I knew. Did you hear what he said on the way down to the ramp, to the, to the ring? Because I did. No. He said, I'm taking the strap. Yeah. Strap is one of the banned words yeah, in WWE. Yeah, yeah. And I, when I heard that, I was like, ooh. I, I, I said it out loud. I was like, oh. You can't say that, kid. You know what I mean? And I and I know and Vince it was, heard it. It was audible. Yes. Strap. Yeah, you can hear him say it. Um it was a good it was an okay match. Um they they made Braun Breaker look strong when he kicked out of Tommaso's finisher, mm-hmm. but then he got kicked four times and did it again. <laughs> yeah. So Another fair, fair But it, it's kind of funny how they're doing this because you have three it was kind of like the ushering in of a new era. You had new women's tag team champions, you have a new women's champion, you have you have new tag team champions which It's you, the right way for which NXT you can kind to of go. Consider NXT I'm not gonna say heel, heel, heel. Three heels. Yep. Right? You have three heel champions. And I mean is Braun Breaker really a heel? I don't think so. Is Tommaso Ciampa a heel? Hell no. No. So I mean, you had the good old face and half a face match, and you had Braun Breaker take the pin to Tommaso Ciampa. I mean, remember, Tommaso never lost his belt. Yeah. So it, it's right. The match went exactly the way it needed. It to. did. You got a false finish, and for a whole, and when he kicked out, you were like, "Holy shit, they're really gonna put it on him." Yeah, and then. And then not. Yeah. The match went exactly how it needed to. It I did. think there was like a blade job too. Yeah. Because he started bleeding after I think he got DDT'd out on the arm. I don't think it was supposed to happen, though. Oh, it was a hard way? Yeah, they're not going to bleed. They can't bleed. Yeah. No, AEW bleeds. Like, when 10 got cut last night, he bleeded himself. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it was it was a 14-minute match. 14-minute Such an old-school thing that's still in the business. <laughs> well, bleeding? <laughs> I bleed myself. Um, oh, I went too deep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But um, no, I mean, I think Braun Breaker is going to be a champion one day. He will be. Maybe he'll be a champion at a bigger event. Maybe Braun Breaker would be the guy to take the belt off Ciampa normally. Eventually, like, oh yeah, to lose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Ciampa gave it up. But maybe Vince Vince likes his look. He sees a lot in him. And this is this is Vince's show. Vince's rules. Maybe he he sees something in Toxic Attraction. I think he sees. I think what he sees is in them is the fact that you have three women making a stable and them standing in the middle of a ring with three title belts. There's money there. That's there's money right there. There's and, money. There's merchandising. They yeah. all have different colored hair. And I mean, you know, Imperium have, could be champions. Yeah, Imperium could be champions to bring Walter back. Because remember, that was MSK's first loss. 
Mm-hmm. They won the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team title. Yeah, well, then you also have Grizzled Young Veteran sitting mm-hmm. there who should have had a title shot anyway. Uh, yeah, so, like, this thing with Imperium, it came on really quickly because they did. literally challenged him last week. They did, yeah. And then they lost. I mean, you know, that's what happens. But I'm surprised we didn't see a, a, a GYV um, come out and say something more. Maybe we'll get it next week. I, I think we, we should I mean, get I'll it. tell you right now, you have a lot of backstory with Grizzly Young Vets and Imperium. They keep getting you wanna, you Young wanna, Veterans. You want to talk about throwing a, 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 yep. a throwback to NXT UK? Yep. That's how you do it right there. There it is. And you put that shit on 2.0. The television wrote itself. It's just yeah. an easy story to tell. Absolutely it is. So, I mean, we'll see what happens with that. But, I mean, the fact that the NXT... I think NXT 2.0 is going to a new direction. I actually enjoy the program. Um, it's not bad, in my opinion. Um, I like the I like the mix of older guys and newer guys. And I thought the whole Gargano thing was hilarious, too. The vignettes with that and that whole... Oh, that was great. The whole cinematic it was perfect. thing with uh, Trick Williams, my boy Trick. And Carmelo. And, Carmelo and getting them with Dexter and... That was so cool. I mean, we'll see a match with Carmelo defending against Gargano eventually, but that was really cool. That was a nice little yeah, twist. Yeah, we get a tag have. team match between the four of them next week. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that that was a nice little twist to have included into that show. It was welcome because last year Because they, you they had stretched something. it out. Yeah. yeah. I think that Halloween Havoc was a good example of getting the most out of the two hours that you can. Yeah. You had four You had four matches. And you had a little something of everything. Yeah. You had four matches. You had a guy debut. You had a vignette. You yeah, had backstage. You had, you had Chucky um, hosting, you know, hosting it, you know, so, you you, it, yeah. so you're sponsoring that show. It was a, it was a good little You mix. also got like, you know, some other talent on, yeah, you know, like it, it was, it was a good mix of stuff. Good like show. they still continue to hit the ball out of the park. Yeah. And they changed course on what they were doing already. This could be a turn for the WWE. You never know. We'll see what happens in the next few weeks. But, uh, I mean, what an episode this was, right? Yeah. We talked about a lot. Got a lot of information out there. Thank you so much for listening, as you Any more do. questions? No, that's all. No, that was it? That was all. It was a light bag. It was a light bag today. Keep the bag light. It wasn't really a satchel. It was more of just a post to see what people would do on social media. So thank you for everybody who asked the Yeah, question. it wasn't a satchel. It was more of a coin no, purse. No, no, no. It was more of a coin purse, not a satchel. But again, you know, <laughs> you I'll, ever I'll, watch Family Guy? He's like, "Hey, Brian, want to shave my coin purse?" I don't watch Family Guy. <laughs> oh I no! Don't. So, I mean, for everybody out there that that reached out to us on social media, thank you so much. It's so easy to find us on social media because we are everywhere. We are on Instagram and Facebook at Sons of Flip Radio, Twitter Sons of Flip Radio, Flip Radio. Email us at sunsetflippodcast at gmail.com. And what's even easier than that is finding us wherever you get your podcast Amazon Music, Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and I'm missing one. <laughs> Google Podcasts, Amazon. Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Wow. Well, Apple Music. Apple Podcasts. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. We get our most downloads off Apple Podcasts. And I forgot to plug that one. <laughs> uh, what a bad job by one of your co-hosts. But um, we have a lot going on uh, in the world of professional wrestling. we got Survivor Series coming up soon. we got um, a lot of stuff. So, as always, check back on our social media to see what we're coming up with next. But guess what? Since we make our episodes up as we go, you may not see that, but you'll see some other stuff from us. But in the meantime, always listen to our previous episodes. Buy a fucking shirt from us, please. They're $15. Um, Tom's going to have to make uh, crib sheets out of them. Yeah, I'm going to make crib then. sheets out of shoes. But buy a shirt, support the podcast, and we will give you a special shout-out and a handwritten note from us to you. 
But uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, there you go. That's a good selling point. <laughs> there right it is. There. I'll be in Buffalo this week, so I'm excited to go to a Bills game. Buffalo what are you doing for Halloween? What's, Ju- what's Julia dressing up as? I'm fucking working. I'm working until next Friday. I've been working 12 days straight. Is Julia dressing up? Yes, she is tomorrow at daycare. Um, she didn't go today, so she can go tomorrow. And she is going to be a? Wonder Woman. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, she's so go. cute. Wonder Woman. Yep. So, so um, as always, I am one of your co-hosts, $100 man, Thomas Lucy. Always joining the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton. That's it. We are Sons of Flip Radio. We are out for today. Enjoy the week of, enjoy Halloween week. Enjoy wrestling. Enjoy football. Enjoy whatever you do. And as always, thank you for listening to this podcast. Uh, peace, love, and wrestling. And as always, take care. Get spooky.